Michael. Chris? Hey, Chris. How are you doing? Good, all things considered. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Um, so I'll do a quick intro to our followers who don't know Christopher Bates. Um, he's a world-renowned fashion designer uh, based in Toronto, but his clothes are available globally. Um, so first off, Chris, tell us about your fashion line, Christopher Bates, made in Italy. Sure. Um, primarily, it's a menswear line, uh, but I also do a designer footwear. You can find the brand at Nordstrom uh, stores across Canada, as well as Nordstrom.com for international shoppers, and Nordstrom.ca, uh, which they recently launched for Canadian shoppers. You can also find my footwear line at Hera Rosen stores across Canada, as well as HeraRosen.com. Thanks. Well, then you're just a, a little fuzzy. Um, maybe. Just see if you can. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's a little bit better. That's a little Maybe. bit better. Uh, we'll go. We'll go with the uh, the fuzzy, distorted look for the interview. Um, so, fashion has been one of the hardest hit industries as a result of COVID. You know, sales were down a third overnight. Um, get closer to a window, Jen. Saying, okay, there we go. Um, sales were down overnight. The global supply chain was disrupted with uh, two major centers for retail being China and Italy essentially shut down. Um, and then you have the closing of all the retailers. Uh, what changes do you see coming to the fashion industry as a result of all these disruptions? Well, yeah, it's it's been, um, you know, there's been serious problems on both sides from the sales front and from the supply front. Um, so it's really a disaster for the whole fashion industry. Um, you know, long-term changes, I think uh, reliance on the whole tip wholesale sort of retail model is starting to feel a little bit outdated. Yeah. I think it's more advantageous to have your own sales channels, um, whether that's your own stores or especially your own uh, e-commerce. Uh, that way you can sell direct to consumers, uh, irrespective of what's happening with your retailers. You know, that sort of dependence um, is starting to feel a little uh, outdated, a little bit too challenging. Yeah, no, I agree. From the supply chain, from the supply chain model, um, you know, we produce everything in, in Italy, which I'm really proud of. Um, you know, that said, you know, Italy has been, you know, hit by this as well. You know, at first, China, um, all their factories shut down and warehouses and so on. And anybody producing in China would have been experiencing you know, major delays. Uh, but with the uh, problems that have happened in Italy with COVID as well, um, you know, we're now experiencing the same thing. All of there's a mandatory government shutdown of all the factories um, across the country. So, you know, uh, it's tough for us to produce our current collection. Uh, that's for spring 21 so that, you know, we'll have those samples a little bit behind schedule. Um, in terms of production for fall, um, we've put a full stop on that because, you know, our retailers aren't necessarily going to be taking any new inventory uh, for fall winter at this point. You know, they've, pretty much canceled everything for the rest of this year. Yeah. So it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be tough, um, you know, tough going for the rest of this year, no matter what happens. Yeah, I was reading, I think I, I sent you, an, there's an article last night from the New York Times calling the death of the department store. Uh, so Neiman Marcus is expected to declare bankruptcy any day now. Uh, Macy's just announced this morning they're doing a $5 billion debt raise to stay afloat. 
I know Nordstrom canceled all its orders. Um, so quite a scary time for department stores. How do you see the future of uh, shopping for clothes in a post-COVID environment? So say two, five years out from now, how do you think people will be shopping? Will they return back to the malls? Will it uh, completely change? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the good department stores and the good malls, I think there's always a place for them. People like that type of shopping experience of actually going into the store and trying things on. Uh, that said, you know, e-commerce is clearly, you know, on the up and up even before this. Yeah. Um, you know, people are shopping from the comfort of their homes, they're getting more used to it. Uh, the return policies are really good and they've made that easy. Um, so I think, you know, e-commerce is going to continue to grow. But the good department stores, you know, like Nordstrom, like Harry Rosen, um, they're still going to be around and relevant. Um, and the good malls like, you know, Yorkdale or Eaton Centre here in Toronto, um, I, I still think, you know, that's a, it's a good quality shopping experience that people enjoy. Um, you know, some of this, the lower tier uh, malls and department stores may not survive, but that's probably for a good reason. It's like any business, it's survival of the fittest, right? Yeah. Um, another trend we're seeing is people working from home. Uh, they're no longer going into the office. Uh, so something Jen and I have been discussing, do you think this is the death of the suit and tie era? We'll look back on this 20 years from now and be like, what were people wearing back then? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the suit and tie has already been dying a slow death for a long time. Yeah. Unless you're in, um, you know, a really staunch old school industry um, or it's a very formal occasion, um, you don't really need to wear a suit and tie. Uh, even even uh, you know formal wear like suits has undergone a huge evolution over the last few years with the introduction of you know stretch fabrics. So you can have a suit that's made out of a jersey fabric. It's much more comfortable um, and wearable than a traditional suit that's really you know kind of restrictive and not very comfortable. Uh, yeah. As far as a tie goes, I mean nowadays you're seeing guys wearing a suit with a dress shirt, no tie, or yeah. with sweater, crew neck, mock neck, turtleneck, you know, all of these uh, options still, you look really put together, yeah. but you're not, uh, you know, uncomfortable, and, you know, because wearing a tie, it, it, I, I like the look actually, Yeah. but it's, it's not comfortable. No, it's not comfortable. Um, I was reading another article saying that, you know, sales are soaring, soaring in athletic and athletic leisure wear right now. And, Places like Lululemon are doing well during COVID. So um, I know you sell a lot of athletic and leisure wear as well. So that's positive. Yeah, we've blended, uh, you know, our sort of traditional tailoring type pieces with athleisure. And I think that combination is how people want to dress nowadays. I mean, Lululemon is great for at home or working out or maybe some casual sort of shopping experiences out in the town. But, um, you know, you still want to look professional and put together uh, most of the time. So if you can have a, sort of a comfortable, smart, casual look, yeah. uh, I think that's what I'm addressing nowadays. Um, so today is Earth Day. So happy Earth Day. Um, so even before COVID, there was a lot of, um, a lot of um, thoughts that fashion was bad for the environment. Um, they were pushing overconsumption. So how do you pivot your business uh, when it relies on consumption by consumers? 
Yeah, I think the, the fast fashion business model is certainly bad for the environment. It's almost like disposable fashion. Um, we do just the opposite. It's almost like a slow fashion. Uh, we're producing 100% in Italy with Italian uh, materials. Uh, these products are built to last. They're built to be you know, wardrobe staples and wardrobe highlights that you'll have for uh, years. So I think if you're making you know, a high quality uh, product, you know, we're producing in small to medium size artisanal factories with professionals. Um, I think this type of business model is uh, sustainable and something we can be proud of. But um, yeah, the whole fast fashion thing, um, I think that's where the shift needs to happen. Um, so there's something called revenge shopping and just so our viewers understand um, that's after people are kind of cooped up or there's an economic downturn. People come out of their houses and they go crazy and they shop like that. So, for example, in China, Hermes supposedly had the number one day of a boutique ever um, the day they opened up after COVID. Um, so do you see revenge shopping coming to North America once we are out of isolation? I hope so. I mean, you know, China's always been, uh, you know, unique uh, retail environment. Um, but I hope, you know, shoppers are, are really keen uh, in North America as well to, you know, um, maybe they've been restraining themselves or, you know, for anybody who's gainfully employed during COVID, I think they're relatively lucky. I mean, unless, say, you're working in the, the healthcare sector that you might be you know, really uh, strained. But for anybody else who still has their job, I mean, yeah, they'll probably be chomping at the bit for uh, this thing to end and to get back to their life. And it'll be, I think it will be like a celebration once we're even allowed to, you know, go back to our normal lives. Yeah. You know, like once the lockdown is over, I think everybody will want to celebrate. And, and certainly, you know, having a new outfit is, is part of any celebration. That's true. Um, one of the viewers is asking, uh, this is a Christopher Bates shirt. Uh, they are asking, what does the kiss represent on the shirt? Um, well, that's uh, something I did really early in my career. And um, the idea was um, there's that funny story of a guy coming home with lipstick on his collar and getting in trouble with his partner. Yeah. And I thought that was funny and uh, no one had ever done it before. So uh, I did it. I sent it down the runway at Toronto Fashion Week and it was a hit. So it became part of my brand and we make the shirt for men and for women. Actually, women, I think, buy more of them than men now. So nice. it's become a hit. Yeah, and your clothes are actually 40% off for anyone uh, looking for some spring summer fashion at Nordstrom right now. I uh, actually stocked up this week. That's awesome. Yeah, they are. Nordstrom's having a big sale, like 40, 50, 60% off some brands. Um, so it's a good time to shop uh, online. Yeah. Um, if you could pick any celebrity to endorse your brand, who would it be? Yeah, if it could be alive or dead, I would do, um, let's see, probably David Bowie. Nice. I like that one. Yeah. That is out of the box. Um, okay, so you're one of the most dedicated entrepreneurs. I know you've, uh, you've put your heart and soul into Christopher Bates. How do you remain positive during this um, trying time? Well, you have to, I mean, anything adverse that happens you know you've got to find the positive in it yeah for me um you know before and my schedule was um very 
challenging, uh, fast-paced, high-pressure, extreme stress. Um, now that things have slowed down a little bit, I'm still busy, but things have slowed down relatively. It's actually given me a lot more time to design, yeah. which um, you know is essentially my job and my dream and why I started this business. But I find that you know, being an entrepreneur and a business owner, you end up spending so much of your time um, you know, managing the business. There's administration, there's personnel, there's finance, and all of these uh, non-sexy things, but really important things. So now that I, we're um, you know, on lockdown and things have slowed down, I'm, I'm spending way more time uh, doing design, uh, which I love. That's great. Um, and, and it's good. I mean, it means that we're going to have some really exciting uh, new products, um, you know, probably next spring, I think, is when um, that's what we're working on right now. So next spring, summer. Okay. Um, let's get into our lightning round where I will ask you a couple questions. Um, so sandals <laughs> or sneakers? Sneakers. Sneakers. Uh, gender neutral or specific? Gender neutral. Neutral. Uh, what was your favorite decade for fashion? I would say the 80s. The 80s. Love it. Um, yeah. Paris or New York Fashion Week? New York. New York. Vintage or futuristic? Futuristic. And last one, favorite movie for fashion? Any of uh, Sean Connery's James Bond movies. Yeah, they're pretty epic. All right, well, thanks a lot, Chris, for uh, joining us today. As I mentioned, anyone who wants to pick up a Christopher Bates spring collection, it's available at Nordstrom for 40% off. Um, and you're an inspiration to all of us, Chris. So stay strong and keep designing. Thanks for having me, Nicole. Thank you. Bye-bye.